Hello folks, Laurelin here. This week, as you may have noticed from the title, we are going to discuss the KonMari method from a Western perspective. According to Wikipedia, Marie Kondo, the creator of the KonMari method, is an organizing consultant, author, TV and show host. I first heard about her when Netflix recommended me her show, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. As someone who has always had issues when it comes to a cluttered space, I've been intrigued by her and her method from the start. After all, she promises that once you try her decluttering method, you won't face the issue of clutter ever again. And I don't know about you, but I'm a sucker for foolproof methods. One of the things that shocked me the most in regards to the KonMari method was the idea of thanking the objects around you. I'm familiar with the idea of thanking your family, friends, co-workers, even your pets and plants. After all, they are beings who are alive. But objects? That sounded strange and a bit ridiculous to me. So here I am, in my room, my desk a mess, my wardrobe full of unfolded clothes, tidying up with Marie Kondo projected on TV, and her book, titled Spark Joy, in my hands, wondering where to start from. I don't know how it is for you, but for me the start is usually the hardest step. I took a deep breath, stood a few minutes to consider my options, and in the end, I have decided that, as strange as some parts seem to me, if I were to start this method, I should fully commit to it. After all, Marie Kondo is highly respected in her area of work, and I'm some random person with zero experience and expertise in her field of work, and with a serious tidying up problem. And that's exactly what I did. Some things, like folding, came easy to me, but I truly struggled with expressing gratitude. And yeah, it was most surely due to the difference in cultures and upbringing, but thanking my house for everything it offers me came truly hard for me. I had to repeat the process about five times, because every time I was attempting to give my thanks, thoughts like, I'm paying to stay here, it's not even my property, or the plumbing system is still quite sketchy, kept inviting my mind. It was rough. And then I made some tea and took the time to analyze why exactly it was so hard for me to basically count my blessings. I easily realized that the main reason that hindered my success was me being too self-centered. After all, at least in my opinion, being thankful is also a way of giving credit. Yes, I pay for this house. Or yes, I bought this shirt. But at the same time, the very existence of this home who hosts me, or this shirt which helps keeping me warm, is the result of countless people work and effort. So looking at it from this point of view, me inhibiting my apartment is due to much more than just me paying rent. After having the epiphany that every aspect of my life is interconnecting with other people's lives, with nature itself basically, it came easy to me to thank my house for hosting me, for keeping me warm and safe. Now, 
strictly following the KonMari method helped me and taught me a number of things. Firstly, when you acknowledge what the objects around you have brought into your life, it's easier to realize what you want to do with them from then on. Prior to this whole decluttering mission I embarked on, I used to collect everything and then some. I used to keep Matt's notebook from first grade and broken trinkets from weekend trips and gifts I have received by us but I absolutely hated. And it used to be so hard for me to give them up. But looking at my Matt's notebook, I've realized that while I was thankful it served me well and kept an important piece of my childhood stored, I was no longer needing it. After all, those childhood memories are nicely stored in my heart, so that notebook would have a way better life being recycled and gaining a new purpose. And the t-shirt I got from an acquaintance which didn't fit me at all? Well, it was perfect for one of my friends. It's easier to let things go when you appreciate them for what they brought into your life, because it makes you realize where they should go. And in the same manner, it's easier to know which objects you want to keep when you realize how deeply they speak to your heart or how much you truly need them. When you truly love and appreciate an object, you learn to find the perfect place for it in the same manner we find space and time for the people who are dear to us. Another extremely important lesson I've learned from the KonMari method was how to differentiate between the things I truly want, the ones which, in Marie's words, spark joy, and the ones which are just fleeting desires and, if I bought them, would inevitably only catch dust. Only buying things you need or truly want comes with several benefits. For starters, your space won't get as cluttered because there's not a constant flux of new objects invading your space. Secondly, buying less comes with a great financial benefit. By buying less, you spend less, so there's more you can invest or collect as economies. Thirdly, buying less is a fantastic way to reduce your carbon footprint. After all, consuming exactly what you use reduces the issue of overconsumption and waste. So, by identifying your needs and real wants, you can both maintain a satisfied life and embark on a wonderful journey of becoming more environmentally aware. In the end, what I want everyone to take from this is that, while concepts and ideas coming from vastly different cultures might appear absurd or strange at first, keeping an open and curious mind can lead one on an unexpected wonderful journey. That's all folks, tune next week to for new content. And that's all, folks.